Hi. Welcome to today's podcast. Thanks for joining me on times of refreshing. Today, I want us to look at a topic omnipotence confronts impotence. Omnipotence confronts impotence. Um, this is from the text John chapter 5 verse 1 to 23. And um, I will not bore you reading the whole text. But it's um, important truth um, that the Lord has been speaking to me about that I want to share with you. Interestingly, this is about a miracle that happens by the pool of Bethesda, where Jesus heals a man who was hopeless and helpless in saving himself. So the place of this healing is at the pool of Bethesda, as I have already said, which is called the House of Mercy, where a lay a layman who was miserable among a miserable group of people, many who were who, who were helpless, but all hopeless. Else, they would not have been there. It depicts of a state of those who have not encountered Jesus yet. In John chapter five verse five, our attention is suddenly drawn towards one man. A desperate and undoubtedly well-known case around the pool. What his sickness is, what his sickness is, we are not told. But he had the sickness for thirty-eight good years. This man had been in this condition for 38 good years. Many of us are going through lockdown situations for barely a month. And we are crying and wailing. But I know that many people are going through difficult times. Especially around this time of the year. But I bring you a story. Of the potency of God that confronts our impotence. It doesn't matter where we come from. It doesn't matter our background. Now let's go deeper into the text as we look at the confrontation that I talk about. First, in chapter 5 verse 6 and 7, John chapter 5 verse 6 and 7, we see that Jesus poses a question to the man with infirmity who had been there for 38 good years. And this is a question that we all need to answer for ourselves. Jesus asked this man, Do you want to be made well? It is a confrontation of an omnipotent God and an impotent man. 
you have to notice that it is Jesus who takes the initiative to ask this man the question, Do you want to be made well? Daily, Jesus confronts our impotence. He confronts our ignorance. He confronts our discouragements. He confronts our, our struggles. He confronts our addictions. He is in the daily business of confronting us in our struggles. Although the answer might seem a foregone conclusion, for a man with infirmity, the obvious is not the case. His answer to Jesus was, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. In John chapter 5, verse 7. So clearly the question by Jesus perhaps exposed our human inabilities. As a man's response clearly indicated. Again, maybe it revealed the object of the man's faith as being in others who he hoped would help him and ultimately in the power of the pool. He was trusting that man would take, lift him up and put him in the pool when he's been stirred that he might be healed. Perhaps for this man, and like many of us, his hope of salvation may have been a mixture of faith and works. And I need to understand, and we need to understand, that the ineffectiveness of that formula, of that formula had been all too obvious for 38 long, long years. He was willing to go into the pool, but looking at his current circumstance, he needed a push. And so when Jesus appears to him and asks him the obvious, do you wish to get well? His answer is not obvious, as we might think. The reason with Jesus asking the obvious might be because for many of us who have been in challenging circumstances for quite a long time, the reality is that our circumstances have become a part of us. We only long for the, for the obvious escape route and nothing whatsoever Jesus presents us. His obvious answer is because he's looking for an obvious route. It is obvious that this man needs help. And Jesus comes to us with help. He confronts us. But in many circumstances, in many instances, when Jesus confronts our addiction, our response is that we have struggled and we have not been set free. 
When Jesus questions us and asks us, do you want to be free from addiction? Our response is that I have tried all I can. I have made all the efforts that I can do and make. When Jesus confronts us in our marriage, in our relationships, when Jesus confronts us, we talk about what we have done. We talk about what of our strength have failed us. The obvious is that we need Jesus more than we think we need him. Today, just like he said to this man, Jesus commands you and I to get up, pick our mat or pallet, and walk. Although the man has the responsibility to act according to this word from the Lord, which he responded appropriately, it is simply a sovereign act of healing on the part of Christ. And perhaps to strike this more strongly, we should not forget that this man in question was by the pool of Bethesda, which simply means the house of mercy. Indeed, <laughs> Jesus had mercy on him. May Jesus have mercy on us. May we be located at the place of mercy. May we never be overlooked in these trying times. May we have mercy. Even though our responses might not be right, may God be merciful to us. Because it is not by strength, nor by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Brothers and sisters, unlike other miracles, this one in particular contains no demand for faith on the part of the man and no revelation to the, to the man of whom Jesus was. And clearly, it was an act of mercy for this man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How we need the mercies and the grace of the Lord each day. The mercies of the Lord are renewed day by day in our lives. We cannot do without the mercies of God. And clearly we can see from the story. The second act of confrontation is when the Pharisees come to Christ, confront Him. So this act of mercy was not clearly understood by the Jews who sought to distort what had happened to the man by accusing him, I mean, the sick man, of breaking the Sabbath. The Jews still had not known that the man who restored the sick was the Lord who, whom, whom they claimed to worship. Instead of celebrating with a man who had just been healed, their traditions took the better part of them. Indeed, Jeremiah chapter 17, 21 forbid people from bearing their burdens. Jesus then answered those Jews who sought to persecute him, saying, 
My father is working until now. And I myself am working. That was in John chapter 5 verse 17. Indeed, now it has become apparently clear that the one that they are dealing with is the Lord. Clearly, if they did not know from the beginning, Jesus confronts them that I am the Lord. My father is working until now and I myself am working. For this reason, therefore, the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but also calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. In John chapter 5 verse 18, When it becomes clear to them, the Jews... The claims of Jesus as one of equal with God, they sought to kill him even the more. You see, we go around fighting those claims that our Jesus is Lord. And how so sad it is. Jesus confronts two things. He confronts the doubts of men. Jesus confronts impotence of men. He confronts us when we are sick and we are looking for human solutions instead of God's miraculous healing power through His grace and mercy. And secondly, we have become Pharisees in this season that we don't want to believe. We don't want to believe what God is doing in this time because it offends us. It offends us. We are too proud to accept what God is doing in this season. And I encourage you brothers and sisters that you and I will be humble enough to know that this is the doing of the Lord. And He is God in the midst of His people. We should stop doubting because whether you believe it or yes, He is the Lord. The God of the heaven and the earth. May God have mercy on us this week that we might experience the miracles in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. God bless you and I'll come your way once again. Bye-bye.